Here's the kind of thing I would have done. Grace, cue it up. Addiction. International terrorism. Freeway killers. Now, more than ever, it's it is important to remember the true, true meaning of Christmas. Don't miss Charles Dickens' immortal classic, Scrooge. Your life might just think about yourself you're still funnier than that mm. I just imagine that guy just going home and doing all the heroin <laughs> to try to ease the pain whore 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 merry Chris me uh, this is laser <laughs> time I don't know why the whore 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 joke doesn't go over better um, <laughs> that's what an alien would think if they saw Santa Claus <laughs> the giant fat man says prostitute prostitute <laughs> prostitute and then Flies in their field of vision. What if, like, aliens only got, like, human broadcasts on Christmas Day and only saw, like, Christmas specials? Weird. They would think we lived in some weird, crazy, constantly snowy place where, like, ruled by a fat man. (laughs) Our research says these people are boring. I I think that's the premise of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Ah, Um, But this is laser time. With a, I guess we get a fun-filled Christmas episode. Who knows if it'll come out on Christmas Yay. Day, or if there'll be one on Christmas Day. Yay, says Diana. <laughs> Yay. Uh, it's Christmas. Uh, see, you don't like Christmas, Christmas. that much, do you? No. I, this is this is a good episode for people who don't like Christmas. Yay. It is um, because I'll, t- I'll tease what we'll be doing later. It's a quiz on what movies actually came out on Christmas Day in the theaters, because none of them are fucking Christmas wow. movies in the. Kind of bizarre counter-programming. Are they movies for Jews and Buddhists and Hindus and Muslims? It's part of me. Well, okay. Are, it's, you're, it's for our, uh, you're our secret cabal of non-Christmas people. Yeah, like when you go in with your little tiny uh, Jew beanie mm-hmm. in, in the theaters and yep. eat yeah, your kosher popcorn. Mm, and your bucket of Chinese food. Yeah, we bring in our <laughs> Chinese food. Yes, oh, just finger licking oh. good General So's chicken right <laughs> out of the bucket. Just imagining a giant cardboard bucket full of like chow mein. <laughs> trying to imagine cutting a hole in that and sneaking my dick in there. <laughs> it's very hard. You wouldn't even need to trick anybody. That's <laughs> like I can fuck the noodles. <laughs> That's an egg roll, sweetie. Um, but what is everybody's opinion on Christmas movies? Movies that are come on, you know what Christmas movies are. We're not even talking about like Gremlins movies that have a vague setting of Christmas. No. We're not talking like Die Hard. Hard. Yeah, yeah, we not, not about die that hard. Last year. But mm-hmm. like, like Christmas uh, movies. a Christmas story. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, there. I mean, Christmas movies are uh, sugar. They, they all have the same ending. They do. Mm. They, they do. The characters all have the same epiphany and realization. Yes. Mm-hmm. And family is the most important thing. Family yes. is yes. important. It's uh, about you know the people you spend time with and the time you spend with them, and it's not about anything else. Yes, and the the best Christmas ending is still that community episode 
but the meaning of Christmas isn't that Christmas has has a meaning; it's that we give it meaning. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's and that's the most heartwarming. Christmas it is. It, it, I, I like how they always learn the you know the spirit of Christmas is just the people and not the things, yeah. but they're always really rich people who have a lot of things, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they often yes. get more things at the yeah. end. You know, oh, the wait, who's we, yeah. get their shit back? Introduce ourselves. I'm Chris Antista. Who else? Go ahead. In uh, order. I'm Diana Goodman. Yeah. I'm Michael Raparas. Yeah. I'm and Tyler. Sick radio voice. Quiet. It's all right. You're doing it. This is all. <laughs> These are all old sound effects. They're not totally organized. Like doing it. this a little bit in advance. Christmas. The, mm. But the, the the best part about to go back to the community episode is mm-hmm. that he discovers he discovers that truth about Christmas because he unwraps uh, season one of Lost on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's about the meaning we give it. Uh. Because see, lost his meaning. I'd, I'd love to see a Christmas special that ends with somebody learning the true meaning of Christmas. If the true meaning of Christmas is whoever gets the most stuff wins. And so <laughs> at the end, he's just like sitting on top of a huge pile of stuff while all his friends look on jealously. Like a... And then a golden crown descends from the heavens <laughs> to a choir of angels and settles on his brow. And then it fades to black. The end. It's so lovely. Christmas. Yep. Uh, <laughs> sounds like the end of uh, yeah the one uh, with Jet Li and mm-hmm. the, uh, and then the kid says you were all my bitches. I've actually seen that one yeah they, only because it has the American movie guys in it that is the only reason I bothered to watch oh, it why I remember that movie yes they both the American guys yeah Mike they're like both in the movie for some re- weird fucking reason um, let's see but w- Christmas movies. You don't, Diana, seriously, I'm immensely curious as someone who loves mm-hmm. movies but doesn't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel, even about the old stuff? Um, you know, it depends. Mm. It, uh, I think a good Christmas movie is a good movie whether or not you like Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, It's a Wonderful Life is the best example of... The Christmas part is a very tiny part at the end. I think I everyone s- only remembers that part, mm-hmm. but they forget the ninety minutes of despair mm-hmm. that lead up to mm-hmm. it. He has a sad, depressing life, and it's like a character study mm-hmm. until that last little bit with the angel. Is it, would you consider an update of a Christmas Carol? Oh God, there's just so freaking many. I know, but but it, like we were talking about doing a Christmas special for Laser anything, Time, and they like never do anything uh, new. It's like it's like a reverse of a Christmas. It is, Carol. but it's it's. Uh, you could do a Wonderful Life parody or a Christmas uh, a Christmas Carol parody, but they're ultimately mm. the same thing—a ghost showing them life mm. without themselves. Yeah, yeah. Although Chris, Christmas Carol is like, see how much you've made you the world to. worse. Yes, <laughs> and Christmas or Wonderful Life is see how much you've made it better. That is pretty optimistic. Mm. Do you? Can I also preface that by saying I have never seen it. I what, have never seen It's a Wonderful, wonderful life. life. Never, really, oh. never. No, how did, I've never how did you get it. out of that? I don't know. I have no idea how. Like. Like a, a I don't know. I think it's required in school. I've, I've never seen the the entire thing. I've seen yeah. big parts oh of it. But uh, I guarantee you've only you've only seen a little bit at the beginning where they fall in the pool, and then a little bit at the end. Merry Christmas, everybody! I've seen no, I've, I've seen some of the bits in the middle. Yeah, the like, depressing parts where he finds out he never leaves town. Imagine how like that. bad. No, that's that's the end. That's the end. When he sees uh, what life would be like without him, and turns into Potterville. Uh, Den of vice and sin, and his mm. wife's a librarian. Oh this can't happen. God. I, she can't have a job. It's in French. <laughs> I, that's all I know is the Simpsons version. <laughs> of it. What are you doing in my house, Phil? 
punch. How how bad would every important Christmas movie scene be if they were all British and at the end he was like, Happy Christmas! Every-. <laughs> and that sounds stupid. Yep. Stop saying Happy Christmas. That's all the yeah. Doctor Who Christmas specials. <laughs> I've never actually watched them. I don't know. I'm just assuming. A new one this year, is there not? Probably. Yep. All right. Uh, there's also Home Alone, you know. You yes! Well, I think that's a great Christmas Christmas movie. is like an excuse for the events to take place. It's a a little bit. Yeah. Like, why else? It why else be, breaking in? Why, it why else? I'll be leaving for summer vacation. I feel like I've expressed that a thousand times, that but I'm going to do it again. Now it really bothers me being an adult. The amount of wealth Mr. <laughs> McAllister has in his bankroll. <laughs> I'm going to fly me and my seven kids out to France, but yeah. also my brother, his wife, and their seven yeah. kids and out yet, to France. Even though we plan to spend all of Christmas in France, we're leaving. All of our presents back home. And if you look in the shot closely, they bought more presents wow. in France. In France. If, you're, if you've ever experienced a Home Alone holiday like it was supposed to go, I hate you. The real heroes of that movie are Harry and Marv. Yes, they yes. are. Teaching the meaning of Christmas? Yes. Okay. No, yes. no they're just, they're just no. trying to get a leg up by stealing from these obscenely wealthy people. Yeah, they're, they're, it's Robin Hood. They're striking yeah. a blow for the common wow. man. I agree. There's a Robin Hood story. And instead, people have insurance. instead, they're tormented by the sociopathic son of this rich family who has lived his entire life removed from every day. So I'm, I'm just making shit up now. <laughs> it's about the class struggle. Yes. Marxist interpretation of Home Alone. I mm-hmm. like it. Yep, yeah, yep. it is about the class struggle. Yep, I do dig this class war. Um, class let, me war. See, let me see if I have my sound effects all loaded up. We have our yes, correct, and boo, no. Um, but I, I try to get do a little Christmas quiz because I have to imagine. I guess there's, a, I guess there's a lot of people in America who don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, Merker? I've, at least I've always felt in the four percent range. I've always Five felt percent. if you do know, not, you're not allowed of... to look at my screen, Diana. Okay, but um, there, there are a lot of Jews that have picked up Christmas and pulled the religion out of it, and I'm sure that's true for Muslims. I did. I had to have a discussion well. with about someone like a super cynical person. It was all based over like a person I sort of knew but saw my uh, cartoon Christmas site. I'm like mm-hmm. Disney and Christmas are gay and dumb and stupid. And like, <laughs> you going home for Christmas? Yes. Are you a Christian? <laughs> So clearly, we've taken this holiday a little beyond. Mm-hmm. You go home for Christmas. Your parents aren't Christian. You throw up a tree. You have fun. It's a nice little thing. You eat Kentucky it. Fried Chicken, or so we tell the Japanese. Yes. Ooh, that's that's a good callback to an episode of Laser. And kids in high school discover the pagan roots and obsess over them, and wear start wearing black. Yeah. Uh, Talk about how they're going to celebrate Yule this week. Yeah. Wearing yeah. pentagrams and thinking that's satanic when it totally isn't. <laughs> or like, look how no, actually, I'm so rebellious. More accurately, wearing pentagrams and then telling everyone around them loudly, it's not satanic. <laughs> it's actually part of the pagan tradition. Yeah, it's part of the ancient religion known as Wicca. <laughs> yes. It dates back to the 1950s. Going in. Before any of you were born. <laughs> Run, running out after school to uh, to buy some scented candles. and uh, It's a good time to yeah. be a teenager, to be confused about who you are and trying to identify with yeah. things mm-hmm. that I you shouldn't. I appreciate that. You gotta rebel. You gotta rebel. Question authority, no, there kids. will be no rebelling. Not in this episode of Laser Time. <laughs> no, it's just um, about joyous Christmas tales. Well, that's the thing. I... I, I it seems like Hollywood's obsessed with making a lot of money really quickly and that there's some money to be made in releasing your Christmas movie, let's say, not November 2nd. 
and maybe on Christmas Day make an event out of it. Yeah. Hmm. And the the movies that do end up releasing on Christmas one are usually really good, strangely good. But well, I always I've always there been is a reason. Yeah. I, I think we were talking earlier. No, go for because it. Because Christmas Day is exactly one week before the end of the year, mm-hmm. and so movies need to run one week in New York and Los Angeles to qualify for that year's award season. Do they really give the Academy that little credit of like? Well, yes. I couldn't, yes. <laughs> I could not possibly recognize this March movie. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they totally pe- things will go for one week in just one theater, New York and mm-hmm. LA. Like even if it's just once a day, whatever. And then they wide release, you know, January, February. So I'll, I'll sometimes. Usually that's a dumping ground. For we crap. should actually. I mean, we should look at like. We mm-hmm. should we should look at like all the best picture awards and try to figure out when in the year they came Actually, out. Actually, it almost, was it's, it's almost always. always December November. Yeah, yeah. exactly. One it's of the one of the examples always. I came up with human was too. Uh, like when I go to like mm-hmm. we're doing our Game of the Year awards mm-hmm. now, and I'm just like, okay, I need to vote for these. I can remember the last five games I played, but and then I'm like, oh yeah, like that other thing came out Wait, in so it, January. It's different there because the game games make the most money around the holiday season, so right. they hold off on the big games until the holiday season. Whereas the movies make the most summer during the summer, or make the most money during the summer. So it's not exactly that. But I don't know. I just well, blockbusters that... make the most money during the summer, but you'll never see like a prestige art film released mm. in the summer. Occasionally, one will sneak sure. out on a slow yeah. open and build word of mouth. That's why I always say that the strangest, best picture of all time is Silence of the Lambs. Besides that, it's a horror movie. Yeah, it came out. Well, I know. It came out Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's a date wow. movie, everybody. That's mm. counter programming at its best. Which... And then you know, it takes a whole year later when they give out the Oscars. It actually managed to win. So here's People an example of, of the game show I wanted to run on you, jerks. Um, let me make sure I have my. Where are my sounds? Oh man, Windows eight, mm. not totally working. Okay, I was. If I were to say, let's start out with an easy one. With the help of a German bounty hunter, a freed slave sets out to rescue his wife from a brutal Mississippi plantation owner. Hercules Unchained. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, no, not that one. I meant buzzer. <laughs> I meant buzzer or blam. Blam <laughs> No. Uh, Wait. Bounty hunter. Uh, Django Returns. It is almost <laughs> half, yes, what Return Michael said. Return of a Man Called Horse. But... <laughs> Is that the sequel to the Dustin Hoffman movie? No, it's the... Uh, um, a Man Called Horse? No. The, oh, my God, I'm forgetting his Oh, name. you're forgetting that. Uh, but it, that Django Unchained as Christmas Sounds counter-programming. Yeah. No. That came out on Man Christmas? Christmas Day. To the day. Christmas like, I tried to get, I tried to get these that. movies to the day. What day is That's it? Remember it's I Christmas said, Day, sir. <laughs> Tyler, Fuck you. Tyler, <laughs> come do this show. I guarantee you've seen some of these movies. Yeah, I've seen Django twice. I watched it with my mom the During Christmas? Time. No. I mean, I went to the theater, and then my mom was like, oh, I heard this Django movie's good. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Mom. Let's, let's watch it. <laughs> um, she liked it. So that came out on Christmas, also opening Christmas Day of last year. Following the original movies, <clears throat> this movie follows uh, the events of a case in which three teenagers are, were arrested for the murder of three eight-year-old boys. Oh, oh. really happy programming. Yeah. Uh, I'm I know so pissed case, I haven't seen this. I, yeah. I, I know. It's a documentary, yes. yes. Name it so. West of Memphis. Yeah. West of uh, Memphis. And I brought this up primarily because I looked at like, well, this got out of hand this year. There are too many movies releasing on Christmas, most of which I'm slightly interested in. And the idea that The Hobbit keeps coming out really close to Christmas. Yeah. I don't want that associated with I really don't like those movies. 
Uh, but Anchorman 2 opens a week of three. Yeah, I know. That's Maybe a this one will have fewer bad songs. <laughs> uh, Anchorman 2 opens up five days before Christmas. That seems right. But yeah. on Christmas Day, these are all, whether you want to see them or not, they're Will usually... Ferrell is a Christmas person. He is because of you, Elf. You need I think, to see him around Christmas I think Elf nowadays. has made him a Christmas staple. Yeah. Strangely, he will be associated with Housewives. He used to be with Will Smith. Holiday. No, he was a. Uh, no, he was Mr. Day. July 4th. Yeah, he was July 4th. Um, but opening up on Christmas are Keanu Reeves 47 Ronin, which Boy, I want to see. I've seen God, that, that trailer so many times. I, it looks, it it looks, looks awful. awful, but I have to have faith in somebody's like, <laughs> like Keanu Reeves directing and starring in a samurai. Once again, Keanu Reeves. I know Ronin are different. Keanu Reeves is the one uh, <laughs> who can save them, but he this time the it's because I've, he's half Japanese mm-hmm. in the film. The thing I like most about that is it's got that guy that has the full skull tattoo. Mm-hmm is in the movie and he's a real guy and he really has a full skull tattoo and there's a great video out there. Um, no, it was a great video out there for a, a makeup company where he mm. totally covers himself up so you can't see his tattoos and then they run the film mm. of them putting the makeup on him backwards and you see this terrifying skull emerge so, from his face. As a, as, so as a, a demo reel, they undid this guy's life decisions. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, uh, but he, he and Tom Cruise have now both saved Japan so it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good when white guys can do that. That's yeah, nice of them. Also, well, Keanu Reeves is, he's half what? something, isn't he? I would say he's part Hawaiian and something. <laughs> no, really. All right. He's, he's all something, right. something from Canada. He's part Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also opening on Christmas Day, Martin Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Which looks really great. Oh, it looks mm. so good. Which American really Werewolf in Wall Street. I can't wait. <laughs> Damn it, Michael. <laughs> Scorsese has enough trouble. Everybody wants to make him make Hugo ripoffs at this point. Yeah. Please make 3D. Well, that's what happens. You you make a successful film and everybody in Hollywood's like, make more film. Actually, fuck that. Hugo, wasn't it like his highest gro- grossing movie ever? I think so. It got a ton of Academy Awards, which he never fucking gets, at least not until The Party. Yeah. Uh, but but that it looks really good, and um, all, and also coming up against that, Justin Bieber's Believe. I'm not saying you have to like it, but to say it's not a high-profile film opens on Christmas Day. The one I do want to see is The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, I, I mm. want to see it too. But yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It looks like it might be fun. I've heard it's okay. So I know people who saw it at the Mill Valley Film Festival. No, it looks like it might be it Ben was, Stiller trying okay. his best to take a stab at Eternal Sunshine Immortality. Yeah, no, what I want to see is a double feature is Wolf of Wall Street and American Hustle. Is it, that's coming out around Christmas. Right. But what is American Hustle? That's David O. Russell's mm. next movie mm-hmm. um, about the 70s, and it's got um, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Bradley Cooper re teaming um, after. Uh, that movie from last year that was good Silver Lining Scrapbook yeah I hate that title Uh, it's really bad look all all I need to know is that do you really like that in the trailer oh and um, I did I did like it too Christian Bale with a comb over looks great <laughs> Ooh, nice! I couldn't get through Silver Linings. I really, really, really liked the movie. I watched like I liked three it. quarters of it up until the end, which is yeah. kind of horrifying. I think they keep it from getting too cheap. There's one. There's one time where they call themselves out about the ending that they're having, mm. but I still don't think that's an excuse for having an ending no. like that. Just because you're self-aware doesn't yes. mean you're not doing what you're doing. Also opening up August, Osage County, Labor Day, Lone Survivor, and The Invisible Woman. But uh, these are movies I don't have any interest in seeing, but all are from major studios with uh, Wait, people you recognize. Uh, August, Invisible Osage Woman. County is just is awards bait. You know, yes. I think the play like won the Pulitzer or Tony or something. Does it imply that there's more versions of this August? It's August colon? Like there's another yeah. month that this movie will take place in? No, I think it's another county. Oh, Invisible Woman is directed by Ref Fiennes. Ref Fiennes. Hmm. 
Um, and it says something about Dickens in it, and I'm closing the tab. <laughs> <laughs> a lone survivor stars Malk Wer- Walt Mark Werberg. Ermagerd. Ermagerd. Give me some Malk. Ermagerd. Malk. Ermagerd. Yes, but whatever. A lot of movies coming out on Christmas. Where are we at on time, Tyler? Why is Mark Wahlberg in big movies? Uh, Twenty minutes. I can't He's believe. An okay, actor. I can't believe somebody let Sometimes. that happen though. But he was a Calvin Klein model who did his own rap song, and somehow, I don't know. I feel like I grew up in it. I grew up around grunge where people had to have some credibility to remain in the public zeitgeist. Mm. And Mark Wahlberg did not have those credit hours. No, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Celebrity <laughs> University, is, is like good and the departed, and yeah. and he can be really good. But I've also seen him just be. A, a nut, like well, just phone it in. You've seen so... the happening, so yeah. Yeah. you've seen him. You know what he's great in? Uh, uh, I Heart Huckabees yeah. is probably one of the best. Really? Wahlberg, yes, he's just a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. okay. Boogie Nights, okay. I think he's great. He's fine because well, try to imagine casting somebody well, else. Bo- yeah. Boogie Nights How well was like his his big turn as an actor. Like this yeah. is the one that made him a serious actor rather yeah. than Marky right. Mark. I think the fact that we don't take Mark Wahlberg seriously worked for the character. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't do that, okay? It's my happening impression. Thank you. Uh, like, what, whereas Nicolas Cage, I'm like, uh, uh, he's been in some bad movies and he's done some bad roles mm. badly, but he always, like, gives it everything and, like, <laughs> it, to, to his detriment sometimes. And You're I right. love that about him. Yep. Whereas I feel like sometimes Mark Wahlberg knows that he's cashing a paycheck, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's not fair. Maybe I don't really know that Man. because I can't read his mind with he, ESP. He was you know, better I, in Ted than I expected. I wanted to ask Ted you was, after we're after all done with this, who is the undisputed king of Christmas movies? A very weird. I have a very weird decision to make here. Huh. Um, well, maybe, maybe. But again, that was a really. Which one are you thinking? Uh, Plane um, trains. Uh, planes, trains, and home alone. Isn't that Thanksgiving? And I want to didn't like 101 Dalmatians. I think came out around Christmas. Or... It might have, but. Oh, Again, no, no. Christmas Day, Diana. Those are fucking shittiest movies. Maybe we'll go to Christmas, Christmas Eve. When we get back from break, I will quiz you on all of these. It should be fu- <clears throat> Whoa! It should be a fun time. I'll have all those burps out, and we'll, we'll crown the Undisputed King of Christmas. I hope you're enjoying your holidays. Yes, even you choose. We'll be right back. Django! Django, have you always been alone? Django! I think I've gone a little Christmas crazy over the last couple years. So this week, we wanted to give you a little bit of break from that. This is this is your perfect anti-Christmas programming, and I believe Laser Time has some old Christmas episodes there on the back end somewhere. But uh, this is one, hey man, you don't even gotta celebrate Christmas to understand uh, why this is a little special. Shut up, I'm recording this on the way to Florida. Anyway, we have a um, new episode going up this week. We will also have a new episode of Cape Crisis. I think there is a new episode of Cheap Popcast coming up, too. Um, I wanted to turn your attention to our Christmas commentaries. Well, barely Christmas commentaries. we got Batman Returns, Home Alone, and with and if you pay over the $5 minimum via PayPal Donate, you can get the Gremlins commentary, which is kind of nuts. It's... I looked at when I uh, was putting it out there. I'm like, this is just kind of, you don't even need to watch the movie. We don't stop talking and, and at all. It's just uh, basically Hank and I re- regaling everybody with all the references Joe Tante is making. But uh, you, yeah, you can, I think it's totally listenable on its own. Prove me wrong. Uh, but yeah, go to lasertimepodcast.com. You can see the page there and you can donate 
five you can donate whatever you want donate over five bucks and you'll get the gremlins commentary in addition to your batman and home alone commentary the old Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s commentary are live now over on Bandcamp, lasertime.bandcamp.com. You can find those there. Be sure to check out our other shows over the Christmas break. we got Vigi Game Apocalypse and VG Empire for that ass, and hopefully a, n- a couple of special, that's air quotes, special things there for you. And if you've got any more holiday shopping to do, remember, you can always do it by shopping uh, Amazon through LaserTime, simply clicking anything on the right-hand side. Uh, those are just product suggestions, comics, DVDs, all that. Enter an Amazon store, make a purchase, you support us. Please, guys, come and get those commentaries. Uh, make our Christmas wishes come true. Good night, everybody. Players of Time, second segment. I briefly mentioned during the break and decided to hold it off so we could talk about it now. What? That everyone is celebrating Hanukkah this year, whether you know it or not. It has In America. Celebrated. Canada. You already, no. you already celebrated. You didn't we, even know. We already had yeah. our Thanksgiving. Yeah. You guys are late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just true. just yep. put put the uh, the eight candles and the turkey and the, mm-hmm. but so Hanukkah starts on Thanksgiving Hanukkah Day. Hanukkah starts Thanksgiving Day this year. It's cool that you have like a thing that starts and ends. It's like not not just like one day because Christmas is only one day. It doesn't mm-hmm. start. I think in if November somebody, if somebody had told uh, Christian Americans when to stop, it wouldn't last two months. <laughs> well, it's also appropriate because I mean uh, Hanukkah is celebrating. That uh, you know this this oil didn't run out for eight days, it's a and it's a lot like the miracle we go through every Thanksgiving. Where how does this one animal produce eight weeks of food? Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Fruit cake. Ah. ah. Yeah. yeah. Now Han- Hanukkah moves around in the calendar because they're on his lunar calendar. That's very oh, it's not some like Hebrew wizard. I see. So well, the Dalai Lama decides. Am I right? Some uh, maybe. But, yeah, okay. it's complicated. So because the lunar calendar is shorter than the actual time it takes to get around the Earth, mm-hmm. um, every couple of years, I think they, like, add a month. They have a leap month instead of a leap day. Oh, jeez. A leap so, month? So next year, Christmas, or so, Hanukkah will probably be pretty late. Like You're telling Christmas. me Jews don't, do not only deny our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but they completely ignore the Mayan calendar. It's not the Mayan calendar. Fine. That, that'll make the joke funnier. Correct me. Ignore <laughs> the Julian calendar and, and Gregorian calendar. Well, that's because Jews are from the moon. Ah, that's why they use the lunar yeah, calendar. Yeah, we're looking back at our homeland and, and we're yes. paying attention to what it does. Yep. And then we make some babka. We don't give any to you guys. The filter fish is actually uh, a, a moon fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Well, I wanted to use this quiz as basically stop looking. I wasn't looking. I see you doing that. It's basically. It, You're an anti Semite. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen already? Am I already called out? You think Diana's sneaky? Is exactly. that what you think? She's sneaky? <sighs> Just because I'm creeping around stealing all of your gold, mm-hmm. all, all of a all sudden of my, you're accusing po- me of All things. my podcast gold. Yeah, nobody better steal this. I guess, I guess you're I guess sitting there wringing your hands endlessly. <laughs> I don't... 
I don't know why you have to do that every time we go out. It's because I'm really impatient to get back to eating babies. Oh, right. (laughs) Okay, we do have a pretty good stock. And controlling the media. Don't forget about that. Yeah, I'm really busy with the controlling Uh, the media. Actually, I'm not even going to... And my war on Christmas. Very busy trying to make uh, everyone forget about Jesus. Did you and your family go see movies on Christmas? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Usually? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we went. We went last year and saw movies. Well, I don't mean yeah. you two because you two just love movies. That's true. You, but at, at Christmas, like we went out and saw The Hobbit and mm-hmm. fucking Django Unchained, and loved the, the at, second one, not so much the first one. As yeah. far as like notable movies goes, like. two thousand eight released on the same day, Christmas Day, Adam Sandler's Bedtime Stories. Ugh. That's like what? But, but a yeah. family movie. But a family, family movie. movie. Marley and Me, which is a movie I still hear people talking about. Mm-hmm. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Uh, which I also hear people talking about, usually calling it Forrest Gump, set on Rewind. Um, the Spirit, which you hear people talking about, is one of the worst <laughs> movies ever made. Uh, Thanks, Walt, Frank Miller. Waltz with Bashir, which people, you'll hear talked about as movies that'll be made uh, to make you feel guilty for not having watched. And the one movie I never hear anybody mention ever, Valkyrie. Oh, Tom wow. Cruise and Valkyrie. Wow, that did disappear. Which, yeah. For some reason, I always think if we were working at Radar and there was like those kids who won that auction to come in and like be Games Radar editors, so we had them play games. Yeah. And I'm, I'm inter- sorry, kids. And I'm interviewing them and like, what's your favorite movie? And kids like, uh, I love the Lord of the Rings. And what about you, Valkyrie? <laughs> Valkyrie? Hold on, <laughs> I, I want to call his parents. Has he only seen one movie? <laughs> How is that your favorite movie? Uh, the Tom Cruise Nazi movie? I forget exactly mm-hmm. what went down. Mm-hmm. Okay, fuck that. Let's commence with the quiz. The, the assassination of Hitler, or yeah. the, the attempt mm-hmm. to assassinate him. Yep. Tom Cruise. Which a glorious bastard did, did much better. Yep. Yep. They Tom actually Cruise. pulled it off. Yeah, exactly. They actually killed Hitler. <laughs> Why would you make a, a movie where you don't kill Hitler? I don't get it. <laughs> you should make a movie where you kill him over and over again. Yeah. You should mix him up with that darn cat. He just keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like that PS3 game Pain where they just continually load him into a giant catapult and fling him into a city. I, I appreciate the reference. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why. I Nobody thought, remembers that. I game. thought you meant Hayes. Um, no, no, no. Anyway, uh, I thought you meant Max Payne. Mm. <laughs> Cue the game show music. This is our Christmas movie quiz for non-Christmas movies. If I were to say a partially idealized film of a controversial pornographer uh, and how he became a defender of free speech for all people, mm-hmm. came out on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. I think. I want to say ninety-six. Yeah, it's 96. Mm-hmm. Who's got it? Who's got Spit it? it out. Diana raises her hand. The people versus Larry Flint on <laughs> Christmas Day on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> people versus Larry Flint, which I think I loved. That's a great movie. I think I loved I it. Love I hate it. biopics, mm-hmm. but that, that this decided to focus on a, a, a portion of a person's yeah. life, but an important time it's, of a person's life. It skipped life. over the origin where he you know, <laughs> got his first pornograph and you know, was really it actually, excited it about actually it. did not <laughs> skip over that. I believe that, that, that there's a scene like that in there. <laughs> <laughs> did, did it get Courtney Love nominated for an Oscar? I think it did. And okay. the greatest thing in there, well, one of the greatest performances I've ever seen from somebody who you wouldn't expect a great performance from, Norm MacDonald plays a journalist in that movie. Oh, I always expect good things. In, from but Norm. he's like fantastic. Like he's giving. Like you do not know it's Norm MacDonald. It's like seven lines, and he's great. <laughs> Makes me wonder why he didn't get cast in more. Th- he's always playing a funny character. I kind of wish he played it like Norm MacDonald then. Ah, ah, tits, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tits or whatever. Then, uh, eh, yes, People versus Larry Flint. So if I were to say, Diana, that's a point for you. You're playing Yay. for no one, but pride. Um, oh, yeah. 
if I were to say, um, let me look this up. A young recruit in Vietnam faces a moral crisis when confronted with the horrors of war and the duality of man. Oh, that's actually a lot of movies from the late 80s. Casualties of War? That's so fucking close. I want to give you the prize, but I cannot. I cannot. Ooh, no. Sorry. Sorry. Um, the, the year, if anybody would like to know the year, uh, is 1986, which I don't okay. think will help you. How about this? It had a completely inappropriate NES game based on it. <laughs> oh, Platoon. <laughs> I was going to say, it's, that, that description was a ton of yes, movies that came out yeah. around and after Platoon. No, it's like no, Casualties it's... of War is totally like Brian De Palma's Platoon Mexican equivalent knockoff. With Michael J. Fox. With Michael J. Fox and Sean Penn. Yes. Who like... There's also, I think, Hamburger And Johnny Dra- is Johnny Drama in that? Um, yeah, Johnny Drama, I think, is in that. Yeah. All kinds of people uh, are... That's, yeah, well, but that's, that's where like the, the like, big crisis there. I got to get a smile off my face and not sound like I'm laughing when I'm describing casualties of war. Is pretty much just comes down to the platoon decides to rape somebody. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have like doesn't have much to do with the bombing of anybody. Just everybody. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not gonna rape a doc. No, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and then Sean Penn's like, "You do this, you're not one of us." And uh, he doesn't do it. So that's his more. Wow, that's a pretty. That's a pretty light. Description from IMDb. Uh, man, oh, I'll watch this morally conflicted oh, that, movie. That, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that all came verbatim from IMDb? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm taking out some of the propers. Oh, okay. I don't want you to hear a lot of proper nouns. Uh, because if I were to say, in 2027, Ooh. a movie set in 2027. Mm. Mm, I wonder how much of this I want to read. Um, <clears throat> let's say a former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. Children of men? Mm-hmm. It's Tyler Wilde. Oh. Damn, I'd even try to All take right. out the part where the description said, um, in 2027, a chaotic world in which women have become somehow infertile. Right. Because That's... I thought it would be too dead a giveaway. Well, I mean, movie in the future, pregnant woman who is the person to protect mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that that was a christmas movie i don't remember that it came out on christmas day Weird. on christmas uh, day that's a good movie uh, i think i remember it no i remember <laughs> I, I will stand up for that movie as one of the shit it's this is gonna be hard to say as one of the greatest movies ever made what? i really like that movie it holds up every single time i watch it's it good. every performance is amazing the the it, you watch uh that sequence in the car Oh, and then yeah. if somebody yeah. went and told you that guy's going to make a movie called Gravity, set in space, which with a ton of compelling shots that he designs by himself, like it's all that scene in the car is fucking amazing. I don't remember it. <laughs> you don't remember this? Where, where one of the main like characters gets fucking brutally murdered? Minutes, I think, uninterrupted. Something it's like fantastic. That. It's, it's like a rotating camera really inside a car. Choreographed tightly. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I guess I need to watch that movie again. We do. Yeah. Luckily for you, I got it on HD DVD. We plug oh, that shit right in right. here. <laughs> Xbox 360. Um, that seems like a pretty big downer for Christmas time, though. Like, come on, kids, get in the car. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's watch what happens and no one can Actually, have babies and everyone wants to die. Bring this up for one second, just because I hate Oscar bait, and this is when it comes out, like your shitty, stupid Oscar movies. And it also came out on Christmas Day, Cold Mountain. Oh, Christ. Cold Mountain, which is a movie I remember, like, I'm <laughs> at the time, at that time especially, I'm following everything happening in the entire medium. And mm. Cold Mountain keeps being talked about like it's a thing. 
And now, well, no one has mentioned it. It had everything since it came out. going for it. It was the perfect Oscar. It bit. had Jewel in it. Was that the one? No. No, that was a different one. No, it had uh, Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. It had Jack White in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It did. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's really? based on a book. It's a period piece. It's the Weinstein's mm-hmm. are putting it out. Mm-hmm. It's got famous people in it, turning you know more dramatic, a little bit more ugly. Yeah, it should win every Oscar, and it's kind of boring. <laughs> And no one's talked about it ever no. since. Nope. Um, uh, how about this? Hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to have to adjust this on the fly. I don't want you to get this too easily. One of my favorite movies. Uh, with a plan to exact revenge, um, this man rallies a crew together that includes his estranged wife, a journalist, and a man who may or may not be his son. I took out a lot of descriptors there. Gosh. That would make the movie sound more interesting someone who has not seen it. Ocean's Eleven? Oh, sorry, sorry, no. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. I... Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. See if you can get it. Oh, the man who may or may not be his son, I think, is the giveaway. Is that Life Aquatic? It, it is absolutely Life yes. Aquatic. It, I took yes. out the portion um, with a plan to exact revenge <laughs> on a mythical shark that killed his oh, partner. Oh, right, of course. Oceanographer yes. Steve Zissou rallies a crew. Yes. Uh, I fucking love that movie. Rushmore will remain my favorite Wes Anderson movie it's now the and best forever. Wes Anderson movie because that that best captures. Hey, hey. I, I would like to watch it again well, before I fully assess. Only it. thing I'll say is that it to that Diana it did encapsulate what it was like for me to be young and as a young boy. What would you put yeah. against Rushmore? I, I'm Steve? gonna have to go Tenenbaums. Really? Yeah. Tenenbaums okay. is good. I, I think it's more. I, it's just got more stuff going, and it hasn't gone full twee yet. How much do you it's wish close, that was Gene Hackman's last film, uh, in, and not oh. Welcome to Mooseport with Ray Romano? <laughs> <laughs> Gene Hackman, one of the few guys, is like, I'm done. I'm gonna. I'm, I quit. Well, I'm still have some that dignity. That was his last movie, over. really. Yeah, Welcome to Mooseport. But right after Royal Tenenbaums, which is a great mm-hmm. last movie oh, for a yeah. patriarchal character. I'll make amends with everybody. Super yeah. fun, quirky movie. But apparently, I just read this I, now. Uh, he... I can't pass up uh, hmm. working with Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he's, he's oh, hot right oh. now. <laughs> it's a movie. It'll have both of us. I don't know. It'll be fun. Star making turn. Uh, <laughs> Isn't but, it fun to look back on his early films now and I, see where he's Every gone. time I look mm-hmm. at him, it's like, what Hollywood system exists now that would allow him to become one of the biggest actors ever? <laughs> he is an ugly-looking man. Just a fantastic actor. We just watched The Conversation recently. Oh, Fucking beautiful. Gene so Hackman. Good. Gene Hackman is so good in like everything. I love Gene Hackman. Doesn't get celebrated enough. Hackman. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I was reading something about like he was a complete shithead to deal with on this set. Because um, he was... Moose Porter? Welco- uh, uh, sorry. Uh, what did I say? Uh, Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. Because he, like, I think he just said it in an interview. Like, we've always heard... Gene Hackman was difficult. Why was that? And like the scheduling is like the money is the money. I wrote it for him. We pitched it to him over and over again. He refused to accept that little money to work that much because he's late in his years. And he's like, I only have a couple of these left in me. And it was con- apparently, according to people in the set, was like constantly complaining and raging at people. And this ultimately very pleasant little movie. And I just Bill Murray had the best response. Is like, you have never had to act with Pagoda. Before <laughs> anybody would act like that. Uh, R.I.P. Pagoda. Pagoda. Uh, he's dead, right? He, yeah, I think he just passed away. Was he Mr. Applejack and Bottle Rocket? I think so. Okay. Maybe. Ooh, um, all right. All right. Next one in the quiz. I'm going to take this a little obscure. So I saw this and was supremely disappointed. 
a traveling theater company gives its audience much more than they were expecting. Opens on Christmas Day to make it a little easier in 2009. Mm. Got it. You got it? Mm. Uh Uh-oh, Diana's got it. This is tragic. It's uh, Imaginarium and Dr. Parnassus. It is the Imaginarium and Dr. Parnassus, which is is so fucking... There's so much fun in... There's a lot of interesting shit in that movie. There's... Mm -hmm. Good things going on, and I remember reading about Heath Ledger died in the middle of filming this. Right, and then uh, a bunch of people came in. They to... replaced him with Colin Farrell, Jude Law, and Johnny Depp. Yeah. And there's this crazy fucking ending, and there's no disconnect. It, it kind of came out of left field. Yes. Like, after you mm-hmm. thought it had been resolved, mm-hmm. and it's like, can I spoil it? Please. It's like, he. it turns out, like, you think he's just a charming con man through mm-hmm. the whole thing, and then at the end you find out, like... He's involved in trafficking organs from, like, South American children or something. It's, it's just insane. I think that detail was in the, the Gilliam script. He was going through some kind of dark period there. His new movie looks fucking fantastic. The Zero Theorem. Ooh. Christoph Waltz starring in it. Dude, let's watch the trailer. I'm sold already. I like Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I always say my favorite Christmas movie is probably Brazil. <laughs> but uh, I think it's coming around around Christmas. There's a leaked trailer that leaked a long time ago, and it's so fuck. It looks so good. What's it looks called? exactly like Brazil, uh, the Ooh, Zero Theorem. The Zero Theorem. Yeah, something like that. It's it looks exactly like Brazil. It looks huh. very very good. But this looks like it was ruined by the death of Heath Ledger because the ending mm, seems in, the ending is Colin Farrell mm-hmm. running through the Imaginarium. And I have to imagine that's probably not how the movie ended. Because it's not a satisfying end, even if we can believe that Colin Farrell is Heath Ledger's character. <laughs> but Well, it's like they, they rig this thing where like he goes through a mirror, and every time he goes through a mirror, his face changes. Yes, and becomes Johnny Jeff Jude Law and Colin mm-hmm. Farrell, and it doesn't work at all. And, it, and like not only that, it reminds me that, oh, he's dead, and these actors had to replace him. Yeah. And I, so I don't. They're all there thinking about how he's dead. Yes. How they're calling yes. it dead. So as they say these lines, they're thinking Heath Ledger should have been saying these lines. Yes. He's dead. He's dead. And I'm donating the money to his kid <laughs> that I'm making from this. He's dead. <laughs> so that's a depressing way to watch a film. Mm-hmm. And that somehow he had shot every scene in Dark Knight. Yeah. Remember how mm-hmm. how selfishly we were worried about. <laughs> Yes. About that nope. for a while. A little bit. I remember how everyone else was worried. I was. I remember talking to Shane about it. I believed it was... I was with it the whole time. Me, I, in hindsight. I thought it was... Uh, it was I, an I was choice. open to see where he was going with this. I was not like, he's a pretty boy from 10 Things I Hate About It. It was like, mm-hmm. no, I'd seen Monsters Ball I've, and broke back, and I'm like, and he can I've fucking act. Let's see what things, he has to do. And like, he's not bad in that movie, mm-hmm. and that is not a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. It's not a great movie, but... It's not a terrible movie. Mm. More Christmas. You want another not terrible movie? That's your only hint. Um, <laughs> it's not terrible. Uh, a flight attendant from a small Mexican airline um, mm. takes the latest step down uh, from her career. That's pretty big. Um, a, uh, a flight attendant. I got a couple possibilities. Flight attendant. I can give you a date if you're confused. Uh-huh. Would you like a date? Sure. 1997. Okay. I don't know. Damn, it really? Worst. Oh, uh, what is it? Hold on, let's, let's see is if we can get Michael and... Jackie Brown? It is Yay. totally Jackie Brown. Yes! It nice. is Jackie Brown. Okay. Miss Jackie Brown. Which I watched again recently. It's so fucking good. It's yes, so good. it really it is. so good. I like, haven't seen it. If you didn't, sorry. You haven't seen it, you would love it. 
I know. I freaked out on Twitter uh, the last second to last episode of Breaking Bad. It's like fucking Robert Faster. Like who's <laughs> who's the guy who plays the bounty hunter in that? Robert Faster. Robert Faster. Huh? Robert Faster. Oh, Robert Faster. <laughs> every time I see him now, it's just like, oh my god, it's him. Yes, I freak out every time. He's so cool. I love that line. I'm driving around in GTA, and there's a song that comes on. It's like the Delphonics. Yep, they're pretty good. <laughs> it's his line in Jackie. <laughs> So beautiful. He only listens to music that Jackie Brown Seeing gave him. him. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. In Breaking Bad, so I just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, look, I'm you, only on season three, man. I will yeah. not come back. Do you want to see a movie with him that will blow your fucking mind? Mm. Reflections Gator? in a Golden Eye. Whoa, what is that? That is his debut in film. Oh, I thought it was Gator. I saw him in the movie Gator. Oh, he might be Gator. Okay, whatever. That's a much higher Gator. profile movie. I mean, it's Marlon Brando, Whoa. Liz Taylor, and directed by John Huston. He's great. That is a hardcore movie. But it is insane. Really? It is the craziest shit because it's about Brando is like an army colonel or something. Mm-hmm. And he has this weird, like... It's a gay attraction to Robert Forster, but he doesn't know how to deal with that. Robert Forster rides a horse naked. You want to see that? (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm signing up. Wow. And then reflections in the gold in a golden eye, and then there's not to be confused with Golden Eye. Not Golden Eye, which actually is uh, Ian Fleming's. Uh, house in Jamaica, which was mm-hmm. named after Reflections in a Golden Eye. It's okay, so, I'd yeah. like to confuse huh. it with Golden Eye. Yeah. And yes. I would like, I would, I would love nothing like, more than to see Forster? James Bond fans. I don't see Liz Taylor Eye. in this. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's got some weird shit in it. It's like, it's very bold for its time mm-hmm. talking about, uh, you know, homosexuality mm-hmm. and women's sexuality, but they couldn't quite go all the way. So. Mm. There's a lot that's kind of... It feels like they're wimping Early out 70s, on it. Early 70s? Late 60s? Late 60s. Late 60s, right. Yeah. Yeah, when you get to the 70s, they go so much further than they do now. Like, yeah. It's, it's weird yeah. to be... There's some overcompensation. The 70s are this crazy, isolated time where even now we're more conservative. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird that we went... that. I don't know. I you, just, yo, I think, if you read I think, interviews of like Mick Jagger and David Bowie, like openly talking about fucking one another, like that's just what we can do now. <laughs> yeah, that's okay because it's no longer taboo, right? It's just crazy yeah. that we're, we're gonna like, make it taboo again. In just a we couple slid years. back so far since the seventies. Mm. I mean, the seventies in some ways didn't go in the right directions, but yeah. they went much further. Anyway, um, this I, is a different conversation. Christmas movies. I do Canada. like that uh, Scream, Beavis and Butthead Do America, and Hotel Rwanda open within days <laughs> oh of a holy day. Um, but they did not open on on Christmas Day. Um, if I said a journalist is aided in his search for a woman who has been missing for forty years by a young computer hacker, by a young computer hacker, a young yeah, mm-hmm. she jams with the console cowboys. Wow, uh, <laughs> oh. mm. uh, that's. Uh... I think you've seen. I've seen this numerous versions. Oh of it. yes, okay. Yeah. Now I know yeah. what it is. All right, let's wait for Tyler to get it. No, it's recent. I'm not going to get it. You will get it. You've seen it. Uh, what I have? Yes, a journalist teams up with a young, let's say, uh, distraught. One might even say tattooed. Girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, uh, and I have seen both versions. Oh, I was going to start singing an immigrant song until he got it. <laughs> and surprisingly, too. like, I don't know. The American version, mm-hmm. I don't think it's better. Mm. 
It's definitely I think it's higher like, production values, I think it's, but it's not necessarily better. No. I I think that the American version doesn't really let you in on what's special about this series to begin yeah, with. Yeah, the original films are mm-hmm. very like slow and long and very much like they read the book like book in one hand, <laughs> keyboard in the other hand, writing a screenplay like one one not transfer. great adaptations because an adaptation should make a book mm-hmm. You should change there's things to make it better. Well, there's a lot yeah. of things you can show, and you don't have to take pages to tell. Yes, but um, but I still think the original films are better, and, and part of that's kind of like I enjoyed them in a different way. I went to an independent theater in San Francisco and mm-hmm. watched all three of them Ooh. in that theater, cool. you know, mm-hmm. subtitled and everything. And it's yeah, there's actually like a small theater like in the like Embarcadero Mall, which is just mm-hmm. deserted. Yeah, like nobody goes to that show- mall. Crazy they, stuff, though. Yeah, like all they, kind, they showed all, all foreign and all three. Really tiny stuff, oh, the embarking yeah. oh road. When did, we we went to go see was it Fahrenheit nine eleven or Bowling for Columbine? There, man, you one of those. One of the Michael Moore. And this theater yeah. is like abandoned, and this mall is abandoned. I don't know how they're in business. Which one? And I forget what the theater's called. It's in called. the Barcadero Center. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Barcadero oh, Center. There. I saw someone no sleep to. there. I just remember mm-hmm. because That's like a good one. we we saw like a, a like a placard advertising Metroid Prime. And I had to explain it to you. <laughs> but it was like this weird personal saga where I was like getting excited and waiting for the next, you know, film to come mm. out so I could go to that theater and watch it. And it was just, just alone. I just went <laughs> alone and watched all three of those, yep. which is weird. Because Christmas is all about rapist Nazis. <laughs> uh, for me, but then, you know, I can't change what my dad does for a living. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the the American version, which is the one you're talking about. I think there's a lot to love about it. You know what the yeah. other one doesn't have? That fucking opening sequence with the immigrant oh, song. Oh, it was so mm-hmm. good. Which makes That's me, which good. in one second, I'm like, what is this doing to me? What? I miss music videos. <laughs> I miss music videos so much. <laughs> this is gorgeous imagery. You can't with no with no I, context I, I needed that I would love to see all the time. Here, and I think I, I think I was really drunk, so I don't really remember the opening sequence. Well, we watched it together. I think here mm-hmm. we I think just we might bought have. it or something. Yes, on Voodoo, the PlayStation Voodoo. service, which I will never use again. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Amazon Prime. Even <laughs> though they make it difficult, kids can. With the new PS4, can you order an Amazon movie through Amazon or through the app in the PlayStation Store? I haven't tried, oh. but I'm not going to say it's not possible. Yeah, all the all the current apps are even even the iPhone app. They will not let you buy the movie you're looking for within the app. You yeah, have well, to buy it on the website. I know and you can the, the Kindle app is the same way. Mm-hmm. That like I can't buy copies of Fables from mm-hmm. there. I have to go to Amazon and, I, and download it. And I know Kindle. having a Kindle, you can buy anything within there because it's Amazon's app and they don't have a problem. But I have a feeling since Xbox, Sony, and iTunes all sell the same content, they won't let you buy it in app. Grr, hmm. grr. Yes, another thing. Hold on, let me see. I'll jump to another one here. Um, can anybody remember? We talked about Cold Mountain in 2003. I dare you to try and remember the Ben Affleck movie that opened <laughs> opened up against Cold okay. Mountain on Christmas Day. Christmas ben Day, Ben Affleck, 2003. This is like this is on Reindeer we're games? on full Black Diamond Affleck. Ascent. 2003 oh. is my senior year. Forest Redemption. School. I have a random guess. Please bounce. Ooh, sorry. I think that was sorry. before then, though. I think that was more of a summer thing. That was when he was yeah. dating Paltrow with, with or something. Paltrow, yeah. Um, how about this? Um, it's an action movie. It was based on a Philip K. Penis story. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. 
What oh, wait, is that wait, movie wait, called? Wait, uh, ah! wait but, but every sci-fi ah! movie is yes. based on a Philip K. Dick story. Definitely. Oh, no, I uh, wait, when? What year? Oh three. Oh three. Ben and Full of Fleck. Ben Affleck. I can't, ben Affleck. I can't even picture the DVD cover. Yes. No, I can. I'm waiting too. for the name to. Me- it is one emerge. word. It's one word. Mm-hmm. Paycheck. It is paycheck. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, wow. I remember seemed, the jokes at the time about this is what he's doing for a paycheck. What seemed, uh, what's the description here? I should have read that. What seemed like a breezy idea for an engineer to net him millions of dollars leaves him on the run for his life and piecing together yeah. why he's being paycheck. chased. Man, that described like every movie ever. Oh, is it about paranoia? I guess <laughs> Philip K. Dick wrote it. Yeah, I probably. I was kind of paranoid about a lot of things. Probably. Do we want another one? Yeah. Um, okay. Warring races uh, descend on a small town where unsuspecting residents must band together for any chance uh, of survival. That aliens versus predators. <laughs> wow. um, oh. Fuck. Oh, 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 no, there's, there's an additional steal. name. Somebody for the steal can get this from Michael. Requiem. Uh, it's <sighs> Diana. The most useless word. They just threw <laughs> in there to sound cool. They don't even know what it means. Yes, that my, my favorite useless word next to video games, Unleashed and Chronicled. <laughs> Unleashed, Throw in the word Chronicle. Chronicle. Right, I, I want to raise my hand every time. Predator movie great. is kind of a chronicle yeah. just by being a movie. I remember we, we saw the unedited, or the, the, the director's, director's cut version yeah. of that, the unrated one, mm-hmm. and it, it really was like, we are so stung by the anger from fans at making the first Aliens vs. Predator movie, PG-13, that we are just, like, ramping up the gore oh, to completely God. unnecessary levels. It, there is some fucked up shit in that yeah. movie. There's disgusting or, things. So where does that... It sets up the Predators created our world? Uh, it makes them the good like guys? I, no, they're I, not the good guys. They But they, they well, do establish our the Earth or something like well, that. Well, like, right? the, the first one, kind of, they're, they're yeah. sort of good guys. They're but, pretty much good guys. But Requiem, it's, it's just completely dark. It's just the residents of a little town in the 20th century trying to survive... Uh, Aliens and predators fighting and predaliens. And, yeah, and predaliens. The predalien is the part where it gets gross. Yeah. It's it's when an alien sucks face with a predator oh, yes, I and heard it comes out because it instead of having the face sucker guy, it just puts a bunch of eggs in you and then ah. they all come out. Ah. Um, and it's there's a scene with the maternity ward. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's so super gross. There you go. Nice. Just imagine is it, the, most is it about the same thing director of the first one. I don't know. Which, which I just want to say, everybody throws up heaps a bunch of shit at Michael Bay. Um, anybody else who's the worst director ever that keeps getting that kind of scorn? Maybe the guy for who did the Total Recall remake. Yeah. I say wrong. It's actually Paul W. S. Anderson. Yes. He is the worst person alive. I and he got to marry Mila Jovovich, who was a very talented person and only stars in his movies. And it's really irritating. Oh yeah. my god, it's all worth it for his Three Musketeers movie, Jesus though. Jesus Christ. That is the oh, funniest piece I of shit. I want to see that. All I think of when I hear god. about that is the so slow motion shot of Mila Jovovich from the trailer straddling and doing a rock slide between yeah. the legs yes. of a mercenary while shooting him. Yes. And I can just think of like presenting that to Dumas as like how... like That's like the most realistic wait, thing in the movie. That? Yeah, Alexander Dumas. Yeah. It, it, here, here's what we'll eventually do with your movie. Yes. Oh, you have no idea. Orlando Bloom's costume and hair is enough to make him spin yeah. in his grave. It's like, if, if you want to get an idea of like what people will be doing with Star Wars in 150 years when Lucas <laughs> the, the copyright finally expires on that, it's going to be like this shit. Wow. They're going to be doing remakes of Star Wars, where it has completely wow, inane shit piled on. Oh, yeah. that's going to happen. That'd be a really it is going to happen. Good Kickstarter like short movie. film. 
Like a rem- <laughs> What do we envision remakes will look like? What will the zeitgeist be that far in the future? Oh, I don't know. Can't imagine. Oh, it's fun. It's fun to try. I mean, tr- uh, imagine trying I, to I imagine really, the zeitgeist of today ten years ago. I just did it. Okay. Just, I, re- I really <laughs> want to see the uh, Asylum uh, uh, mockbuster version of uh, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. That... For, for extra points, what's it called? Oh, God. Um, uh, extraterrestrials versus... Isn't it Alien versus Hunter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alien versus Hunter. It's like, well, one of these names is clearly public domain. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aliens are just a thing. Yeah. But I've heard it's I've heard it's like unwatchably bad. Mm. Just like Atlantic Rim wow. is unwatchable. <laughs> oh man, it sucks. Philadelphia and Munich were so close oh. to a Christmas Day release, like within two or three days. Philadelphia. Uh, two movies named after cities. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, Munich is like the ultimate counter programming. About Hell's an action yeah. story of Jew revenge uh, released yes. on Christmas Day. And everyone's wearing tight seventies pants. And I, I can't Daniel Craig of, is kicking Nazi ass. I can't <laughs> well, think of no. anything more eloquent to say kicking about it than what ass. Seth Rogen said in Knocked Up. Yeah. Everybody forgets about Munich. That movie's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, it is. It really is. That ending's a little weird where he's fucking his wife to 9 11. Yeah, that was, that was not much. It was not, not that. But yeah. Um, Munich is great. I would love to really revisit Munich. It's fucking great. Uh, I only have a few more left. Um, does anybody remember the cartoon adaptation that opened up up against Life Aquatic? And let's just say uh, the. The Aviator. The Aviator also opened up that year. Um, cartoon adaptation. We did a laser time all about uh, live action movies based on cartoons. And so wait, everybody's it, yawning, so I'm just. Wait, this is no, a cartoon based on something else? A, a live action movie based on a cartoon. Scooby Doo? It is not Scooby Doo. Um, um, no, that was a while that earlier. That was earlier. Uh, Two, 2004. Tintin? Not no. That's later. No, that just looks weirdly live action. <laughs> and that, again, mm. Tintin is not as that old. This is almost ten years ago. Uh, Garfield. Ooh, sorry. A Tale of Two Kitties. The Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> um, which, which I don't know why, but sounds fucking filthy. I'm just throwing yeah. out. Uh, was there a no Smurfs was later, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think more like well, it's not the same. I'm era not. I know. I know. I can't. I can't believe it's that long ago. <laughs> oh, I've sort of ruined it. It wasn't He-Man. Oh. oh. Ooh. What? Why boo? Ruining hey, hey, Fat hey, Albert. That's I was going to say Bill Cosby teased, yeah. but Bill Cosby recently actually threatened to bring back Fat Albert. I forgot that this I don't, I don't think it's possible to ruin Fat Albert. I think Fat it Albert so is ruination. Okay. Why? Fat Albert's great. Eh. It is. It's a positive fat fuck role model uh, <laughs> right. with a junkyard game. I love any hey, guy cartoon. guy's got a speech impediment. He's part yeah. of the gang, too. It's all a bunch of fucking misfit rejects. He doesn't rejects. have a face. He just has a hat. All right. Yeah. You've convinced Donald. me. It's wonderful. We're talking Mushmouth, Russell, uh, Rudy. I fucking love Fat Albert. And I think they're, I don't know, super positive cartoon. I think Rudy gave me nightmares when I was little. I, he, I really, he always looks like he's about to beat you up. Some, yeah. And you know he's not stronger he than you. He always looks kind of peeved, mm-hmm. and he has that kind of weird, lanky walk. Yeah. And, he's like yeah. school in summertime. Uh-huh. And how was the movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All I know about the movie is that the Fat Albert character meets Bill Cosby in the trailer, and I'm like, I'm out. Oh. 
I'm I'm tapping out of this film for the time being. I think I'm going to give it one more year and I'll check it out. That sounds like the kind of thing that normally comes out at the end of January, early February, yes. dumping ground. The dump, they do refer and to that in, as a dumping ground. And instead they just dumped it there so that people are like, okay, the kids are getting on my nerves. We can send them to the movies for two hours and they'll shut the fuck up. But Keenan Thompson's last starring role that I can remember. Um, oh, wow. Since he's, be- I think he's about to become the like Black Daryl Hammond of Saturday Night Live. Just going to stick around for a decade and a half. Oh, well, yeah. Good for him. Mm. Go from all all that to Saturday Night Live. Where's the other guy from all that? <laughs> He'll get a movie character. Kel Mitchell. Yeah. He was in Mystery Men. Several dozen. Oh, oh my right. god. <laughs> um. Oh shit. Let me see if I have any I more. Can turn invisible. <laughs> um. How about this? We'll do two more. Um. A young man struggling to make a living in the 1950s um, using his talents, forgery, lying, and impersonation. Catch me if you can. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to give you both. Hmm. No, but um, yes. Uh, catch me if you 60s, can. Ca- catch me if you can did come out on Christmas, so oh, it's, okay. it's part of the quiz. It totally wow. works. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I ruined that question in advance. <laughs> um, <laughs> To see if I had a description back for that. In the 50s. Uh, the, back the, in the 50s. description for Catch Me If You Can was a true story about Frank Abagnale Jr., who, before his 19th birthday, successfully conned millions of dollars worth of checks at a Pan Am, uh, checks as a Pan Am pilot, doctor, and a legal prosecutor. Good Neat. movie. It reminds me just because of the title that I watched, mm-hmm. uh, Now You See Me mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. an airplane. Did you see it? Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, it looked kind of cool. And no, it's, it's getting a sequel. I saw it on a plane without the sound, I, but I, oh. I think I did a pretty good job of figuring out what was happening. I watched it with the sound and, and the twist. Yeah. Oh, you know the twist. I figured yeah. it. Yeah. Stop. I, stop. I'm guessing it's based on new. what I saw. It's too new. I, I got, won't spoil. I saw some twists and I watched Salt without the sound on. <laughs> well, yeah. that's better that way. Yeah. It sounded like it. So anyway, it okay. we're still in the 1950s with the con man, right? Young man. There was actually a part of the movie's title in that description. Okay, we'll read it again. <sighs> a young man struggling to make a living in 1950s New York City. This will only confuse you, so don't get hung up on New York. Uh, using his talents. Forgery, lying, and impersonation. I think Diana has it. Um, Wait, no, but that didn't take place in New York, though. That took place in Italy. The one I'm thinking of. I think you're right. But it started in New York. It's involving talents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think I know this one. All right, mm-hmm. now we have to wait for Tyler to get it. It, it has a sequel. It involves talent that you like. Yes. It involves talents. Uh huh. It's an unofficial. Or someone, sequel, somebody talented. But you like it. I do like it. Yeah. What? Oh no, Tyler's not going to get this one. Oh, uh, somebody else say it then. Talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, oh wait, oh, yeah. no, 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 yes. it is, it is. Uh-huh. Uh, the sequel. Great. That movie. is fucking. Biz- there's a sequel yeah. starring John Malkovich yeah. playing the yeah. Matt Damon role, like, and it's great. It is, is really it? good. Yeah. What's yeah. it called? Ripley's Game? Ripley's Game. Yeah, Ripley's yeah. Game. It's, I think it's adapted from the book. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not actually connected to the movie. I never Mr. saw it. Yeah, I never saw the sequel. Talented Mr. Ripley is wonderful. Though. One of my really favorite movie. movies ever, though, is um, Being John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that everybody he meets, like, you were great as that jewel thief. And mm-hmm. he's like, I never played a jewel thief. And it's like, everybody they describe sounds like who he's actually playing in Ripley's <laughs> Game. Kind of. Well, he's not He's not a jewel thief. I know. He's more of an art thief. He's a con man, though, at yes. least. And like yeah. John Malkovich, has, I just play villains and pedophiles. That's what I do. <laughs> Just has that kind of face. That's what I do. That's all I have listed down here for now. Hmm. Uh, but I wanted to. We were talking about who is the king of the Christmas movie, and somebody had mentioned Vince Vaughn. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. He's in a lot. 
Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Of just Christmas, I don't know, not necessarily on Christmas, but Christmas no, he had, themed he had movies. Made a couple four of, Christmases with him? Four Christmas. He had done a couple movies that did like huge Christmas business, and then right. it's like, all right, now we're doing an all Vince Vaughn effects movie called Fred Claus. And I love how Fred mm. Claus like just sort of disappeared yeah. and doesn't come on the air at all. Nope. Why do people like to see his face at Christmas? <laughs> Why do people like to see his face? I don't know. <laughs> I like him, but he looks too much like me. Like, uh, he hasn't slept too much. He probably masturbates too vigorously. <laughs> I, 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 get lose him, a couple pounds. I get him mixed up in my head with Kevin James. And I just imagine oh. Vince Vaughn and Paul Blart. I imagine Vince Vaughn punching you. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're often uh, uh, side by side. Vince Vaughn, Kevin James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, no. <laughs> who else is? I have a, I, I have a King of Christmas ones. movie proposal, and it's that's what it's crazy. Okay. Go for it. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. We just mentioned Wolf yeah. of Wall Street comes yeah. out, Django yeah. Unchained, Catch Me If You Can, Aviator. Gangs of New York came out two days before Catch Me If You Can. Wow. Yeah. And like he appears, he does not appear, and he's not the kind of actor who appears in three movies a year. He appears yeah. in one, and they're always at when Christmas. When did Titanic come out? Uh, Titanic? It was right around, around November. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. All right. Late November. He Leonardo might be DiCaprio is now all of a sudden the king of Christmas. Take a bow, Leo. Yes. I'm... Yeah. I'm going to change my Christmas mythology in my head to be about Leonardo DiCaprio delivering gifts and probably weed to everybody. And squinting. Squinting at people. I think Inception is the only time he's been in a summer movie in fucking Mm. years. Wow. We don't even associate Leonardo DiCaprio as a normal, big, huge actor because he does not appear in summer films. He only appears at the end of the year. Away in a manger, manger. no crib for a bed. Leonardo DiCaprio lays down his sweet head. <laughs> oh, I love you, Leo. Uh, that's it. That's I'm going to have DiCapra Christmas this week. <laughs> well, Christmas. I'm a DiCaprocorn. So. <laughs> you know I'm behind holidays. Um, that was great. This has been Laser Time. I hope you're having a happy holiday. This is probably coming out around the Christmas. Um, maybe we can think of some fun activity for you to do. I am still teasing this year, and I want to make a whole article about it in Laser Time forums about taking pictures of what your old blockbusters look like now. <laughs> mine, mine is a pink mattress store who didn't bother to change the sign, so it's just a ticket that's now pink and says mattresses. <laughs> I think a lot yes. of people didn't bother to change the mm-hmm. sign. Somebody was telling me about like there's an accountant or something mm-hmm. that occupies an old blockbuster. I think and- all those stores are located like. They were so brazen, like, where are we going to put this place? I want to put it in the middle of a floating standing pond, because I'm Blockbuster. I'm going to make a giant space that's convenient to nothing. So the, the actual storefronts go really cheap, and anybody can obtain them. So they've all... The, Blockbuster isn't being replaced by Arby's or fucking Wendy's. It's being replaced by mom and pop businesses. So they well, all look really and, cool. And no, oddly... Mine, mine was a Chase Bank. Was it? That's, yeah, it's turned into a Chase Bank now. Does, is there still, like, you can see the dust behind the... Buster portion. No, mm. you know, you know what's weird. Just drove by it. That Blockbuster is going to survive on a small scale as a mom and pop business because they're like a couple independent owners. Oh no shit! Who are like we're keeping? There's there's one who has like forty nine stores across like Texas or something, wow. and he's like, I'm keeping these open for as long as they're profitable because they're still doing pretty right. good business. So until about the time the show airs, because mm-hmm. nobody in Texas <laughs> has internet. So apparently <laughs> they're all going to receive ten dollar Blu Ray players for their for Christmas, and they'll they'll mm-hmm. get to know Netflix and Amazon <laughs> Prime. Yeah. Mm. 
Wow, that was an oh, uncomfortable sorry. silence. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about how I have to pee. Okay, Tyler is going to pee for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Diana is going to learn to love Christmas for Christmas. No, I'm going to have a traditional down-home Diana Jewish Christmas, which means... Which is what? Well, see, in San Francisco, since no one's from here, mm-hmm. it empties at Christmas. That's no, great. I've seen it, it at Thanksgiving. It's great. empty. It's silent. There's always parking. No lights on in any building. It's so good. It's amazing. So I'm going to stick around here at Christmas... Uh, eat junk food all the time, eat cookies for dinner, and watch a bunch of movies. This is the first time I've ever had Netflix instant during my I'm Staying Home Christmas. You didn't have Netflix instant? You didn't say home last year. No, I didn't stay home last year. Usually, it used to just be, I have a pile of DVDs, Mm. and I'm going through all of these fuckers. This time, it's, I've got the, the world is my oyster. I'm going to wear my PJs, eat cookies, watch movies. Can I recommend? And after a couple days, and I get a little bit bored. But I, I love knowing no one's calling, no one's going to ask anything of me. It's just. Can I recommend my favorite thing I've seen on Netflix recently that like the world doesn't know about, but I've been dying to know more about for a long time? It's called Avocateur, hmm. and it's a documentary about the Morton Downey Jr. show. Ooh, really? The, the, the two or three years where that show was popular, the Glenn Beck of Jerry Springer style television. Where he just have liberals on to come and yell in their face about how they're wrong, and it's it's more about how like he didn't feel that way at all. Huh. Yeah, how he did, how everything really? everything was staged. That was not his personality. Huh. Like it was just he, he would change his beliefs just to make better television, which is awesome. Like what a great <laughs> entertainer. Like, and it was hugely popular for a couple of years, and it all went downhill because he staged a beating from himself in the San Francisco airport from a group of skinheads, and at the very. <laughs> There was a, it first. There was a group of skinheads in the San Francisco airport. Surely you're mistaken. Nope. <laughs> I shaved. He shaved his own head and fucking drew all over his own face as a celebrity, oh and went out and sold this. It's fucking great. Like the desperation of a Glenn Beck style <laughs> wow. character. Wow. Yeah. So that's I, my. I just remember seeing him in the '90s on those ads for like some sort of smoking cessation mm-hmm. program, and it's like. Are they paying me? You bet you they are. <laughs> you you bet they are. They gave me my life back. Yeah, the, the last person and I think you smoke constantly on television. Yeah, shortly after, yeah, yeah. of lung cancer. Just yeah. a fucking yes. He gave. He gave. He is. He is our Jesus. He gave his <laughs> all for our entertainment, Aww. which is better than dying for our sins. That's uh, more fun. Dying for yeah. our entertainment, absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. Yep. Not everybody gets to do that. Steve O, maybe. Yeah. Maybe Ryan Dunn. I'm sorry, that was too far. Oh. He actually died. And uh, no one was entertained by that. We are Laser Time. We will close the fuck out. Please listen to more. Tell a friend during this Christmas holiday break. Uh, we are fun things to engage in while you're bored at your parents' house. Uh, and hey. while you're, maybe while you're playing multiplayer games. You should go to that. the movies. That too. Yeah. That too. And if you're going to buy a movie, we always encourage you to do it through our Amazon link, which is on the right-hand sidebar of LazerTimePodcast.com. Costs you nothing. Get the cheapest entertainment on the web. And you kick a little bit back to us without actually having to donate a fucking thing. It's the easiest thing in the universe. We also have a donate button, of course. But uh, anyway, we have been Laser Time. Bye. 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 Bye.